I mean, I think it's going to be uh, like that fic I picked for Chernobyl all those years ago, um, but much less serious. Yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm kind of here for. I'm kind of here for the fluff, but it's it's doubly satisfying if it's funny at the same time. And one thing we do have to remember, unless we're talking about the ones set in the 80s, everyone in this is, is in their 40s, if not older. Yes. <laughs> These are stories of lots of old men having adventures. And that's... Sorry, not old men. Middle-aged men having adventures. <laughs> it's Last of the Summer Saki, isn't it? <laughs> For fuck's sake. You're right and I hate you for Last. it. <laughs> Last. God. Last of the summers. Oh my. I might to... I'm just seeing <laughs> Majima just in a bathtub. <laughs> <Kiryu> <laughs> if it's just a story of three old men dicking about, that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> oh dear. I'm really sorry for ruining Yakuza for you, Jim. You will be. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> it is. It's just less of the summer wine, but um, filmed in Osaka <laughs> rather than the Yorkshire Dales. <laughs> I'd get behind. I would happily watch that. Yes. <laughs> okay. So... I've been looking at our listening figures. Okay. And I've noticed a pattern, which is why we're doing this episode. Whenever we talk about bad boys, our viewing figures go up. Our listening figures go up, even. Okay. So, I bring to you today the baddest boys of all. <gasps> is it the, the Behind the Bastards crossover episode? It, this is... Oh, God, we did not have that kind of clout. <laughs> no. Um, we're talking about the Yakuza today. Ooh. Specifically, the game series Yakuza. Um, Sega's most popular series. Not the actual Yakuza. I reckon that could. Oh God, maybe no, 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 no. <laughs> get us a big target painted on our backs, but you know. And to absolutely clarify, yeah, we do not endorse any criminal activities. Despite, no. um, not even piracy. Despite covering pirates and then the Yakuza, though that is one thing I find interesting. Like I get the impression that both from this game series and just from anime in general. Like, the Yakuza occupy a space in the Japanese people's heart in the same way pirates do, in that, yes, they're technically morally wrong, but we've sort of um, rose-tinted goals. Yeah, them. yeah, it's like, um, it's I like suppose pirates. it's like the great train robbers in Britain, you know. What? Well, like, they sort of achieve this sort of, like, mythical status and... What, you mean the one where they hospitalised and bludgeoned someone's brains out. Okay, maybe not that one, then. I'm, okay. I might be thinking I, of somebody I else. I think, like, pirates and highwaymen are probably a similar comparison. Yeah, yeah, like Dick Turpin, that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Adamant and all that sort of oh, thing. Oh, so of like romanticised <laughs> robbers, basically. Yeah, like yes. you gloss over the horrible things that they do in favour of... It's the outfits, of, isn't it? Yeah, in, in favour of remembering the sick outfits and <laughs> karaoke with the boys. And the class. And the class. Yeah, the yeah. sheer class and the honour and, you know... Exactly. Yeah, honor yeah. like they're sort of seen as like a, a modern samurai, almost. Yeah. <sighs> so I got into the Axis series over lockdown, and they saved my sanity in no... <laughs> it's no exaggeration. I bought Yakuza 0 April of 2020. Yeah. Like, right when the lockdowns were starting and we couldn't go outside. And fictional 
Camarocho district became my home whenever I wasn't at work. Oh, good. I do. I, for, for clarification, I haven't played the uh, Yakuza games, but I, I do like an open world which draws you in because it's such a uh, oh, it, uh, a well so populated things. open world. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it feels like a real city when you're in there. It's yeah, like... exactly. Yeah. And the game, all there's eight eight of these games now, and they're all set in the same city. And I do mean the exact same map. Like, they don't even tell you, like, you could say, oh, the Champion District. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. It's down this way. And it's, like, it's easy to do directions that way. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you mm. can, I mean, I always used to look forward to um, when they brought out those two Grand Theft Auto games, which were set in Liberty City and Vice City again. Because, like, mm. you, you could go to, around all the places which you knew and see how they changed and evolved, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like... Camarocha always feels sort of the same, essentially. Like, you always oh, cool. start on a very similar street, and it's... Well, like, the first game's in the 80s, and then you recently go there in 2019, and it's, like, yeah. And everything's been updated by everything sort Everything's of... updated a little bit. Like, the supermarket's where you left it, the beef ball shop's where you left it. Oh, the cool. The Millennium Tower is pretty much always where you left it. Yeah. The Millennium Tower is where every final boss happens, incidentally. <laughs> like, the one thing every Yakuza game has in common is the final boss is always a shirtless brawl on top of the Millennium Tower. In the rain. In, in the, the rain. rain. <laughs> against someone who has a similar tattoo to yours, but sort of conflicts your ideals. And, yeah. Um, you just yell at each other. Just as an aside, um, are there, like, open-mouthed citizens watching from below? Usually. Yeah, that's a, another sort of common trope. Even even though you're mm. like a hundred, two hundred stories up in the air, and they've got, they haven't got a hope in hell of seeing you or hearing. Well, usually you there's like a news that. helicopter. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just on the big screens, <laughs> lower down. <laughs> and despite this, through all seven games, there's always punks trying to start a fight with Kiryu. They're like, "Oh, who's this old man? We can take him," and then. Like, no, you can't. They find out he's a solid block of steel and muscle, and he just sort of punches <laughs> them out every, every time. Like, no matter how many games they go through, no one recognizes him. Yeah, you, you'd think mm. if he's a big thing in this one specific district of one like, specific city in Japan. Uh, so you, he you is would... a legend. Yeah. And then in the following games, it's always, oh, this old man in a tacky suit, he can't be the Kiryu Kazuma. And then. I am the real out, Kiryu yeah, Kazuma. It is the <laughs> You're going to get your shit pushed in, I'm my friend. I'm going to smash this bike <laughs> across your head. <laughs> like, oh, the the moves Kiryu can do to people are incredibly violent every time. You like, can... My personal favorite is you find you can find objects on the street that you can just hit. Like, the bicycle's the most famous one. Yeah. But the most brutal one, in my opinion, is the mystery syringe that he can just pick up. <laughs> And inject into someone, and their health bar just goes straight to zero. Oh and, no! And bear in mind, he does this in the eighties as well. So he's, he's probably, probably given someone AIDS at some yeah, point. Yeah, he's given somebody HIV. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh no. But maybe it's a good thing you should mention the his morals, James. Oh yeah. Um, Kiryu has canonically never killed a man. <laughs> he's- <laughs> Despite all the violence, everyone he's beaten up has somehow lived through the beating that he has delivered. Oh, God. It's like those 70s TV shows, you know, like the A-Team and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Like, one of my favourite things about the A-Team is, like, they'll be being pursued by, like, an army jeep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then this army jeep would get shot up and it'd end up on its roof in, like, quite a horrific accident. But, like, the, the director had always, like, put a couple of lines of dialogue uh, as, as the people crawled like, out of oh. the jeep. Like, you okay, Johnny? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. Because Kiryu has blown up helicopters with rocket launchers before. And everybody survives. And he's done prison time, and every time it's not his fault. Oh, my God. Really? Even though he spends so... his life punching people out? Yeah, so the first time he goes to prison, it's taking the fall for some for his best bro who has committed a murder but won't last a day in prison. <laughs> and then the second time, oh, I can't even remember why he goes to prison in Yakuza. Yakuza Five. Okay, the other thing about these games, the plots are so convoluted they make no sense. Right. Okay. Like you just get lost in. Cons- okay. The Yakuza writers have something in common with uh, K-drama writers, and that's that they think a plot twist means good writing. More is always more. Yeah. More is always better. The more better. plot twists you have, the better your writing is. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they make sense or not, it's just the number you have. <laughs> and there's so many plot twists <laughs> that make no sense. <laughs> like, you just get lost in it, and it's wild every time. <laughs> Like, that sounds There'll just incredible. be a random betrayal, and it's, oh, this is my long-lost brother. What? Oh, <laughs> and she's pregnant with my son. What? And, <laughs> and my personal favourite, there's a character named Tiger Saejima, mm. and he goes to prison for 20 years because he shot up a restaurant and killed 18 people. Okay. Except we find out at the end of the game, he didn't kill anyone because he was betrayed by his family. He was given rubber bullets instead of actual bullets. So everyone he shot recovered and was fine. And just... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but what? Then, okay, the guy who betrayed him then went into the restaurant and actually shot those 18 men who were unconscious <laughs> because of the rubber bullets. But he wanted to frame Tiger for it. So Tiger so- goes in and kills 18 men. So and why, then, why yeah. didn't he just give Tiger the fucking real bullets? I don't know. <laughs> but that spoilers for Yakuza 4, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Just this dude who really, really likes murder. He's like, I want to fucking frame somebody, yeah. but I want to do the murdering. No, that's yeah, a that's exactly what happens. <laughs> no, that's a fuckery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fuckery. And that's yet another thing the Yakuza have in common with pirates. Ugh. <laughs> Incidentally, I know neither of you have played the Yakuza games, so I've, I've prepared a very brief presentation to show you both. Oh, wow, you've actually put effort in. Well, I, I grabbed a couple of pictures, it's not a real presentation. Oh, can we put some music in the background as we go through the slides? Sure. Um, Does it I'll use words like music. synergy? Oh, don't. <laughs> Thankfully, I've never been in an office meeting like that, but... <laughs> so here are two burly men. Okay. Uh, on the left is Tiger, the guy I was just on about. Yep. Who is massive. Um, <laughs> on the right is his um, adopted brother, Goro Majima, who is also hard as nails. His adopted brother? Yeah. Uh, ty- okay. <laughs> More Japanese terminology. <laughs> okay. Yakuza have something called their Kyodai. Um, okay. Kyodai roughly translates to brother, but it's more like, you're my bro. 
Oh, I get thing. it. Right. It's like you're, you're sworn brothers to like look after each other and do all that kind of thing. There would be maybe blood brothers. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And yeah, so Tiger is Majima's Kyodai. Oh, okay, that's nice. Can you guess what Tiger's tattoo... That's the other thing with Yakuza. Everyone <laughs> has a tattoo on their back that covers their entire back that symbolizes what their true like inner strength. <laughs> Can you guess what Tiger's tattoo is? I'm guessing it's some sort of big jungle cat. It is specifically a tiger, yes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he has a big cat on his back. <laughs> Majima, the guy on the right, wearing the leopard skin jacket. He's um, got an ogre. It's a demon. It's an oni, specifically. An oni? Yeah, the, which is it's like a Japanese usually translated demon. as ogre every time I see something. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's the one, it's the, look, it's got horns, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Has, yeah. um, has Majima got Shrek on his back? <laughs> And his tagline is, don't worry, it'll all be ogre soon. Uh, it would fit his personality, I'm not going to lie. So, Majima's... Somebody wants <laughs> So Majima's title is The Mad Dog of Shimano. Okay. Um, he's got an eye patch because he, he was... So while his brother was in prison, he was being tortured on a secret Yakuza prison. Oh. And that's why he's got an eye patch. It's not because he's a pirate. Oh, because they've, po- they've poked his eye out at some point. Yeah. He comes out of prison a little bit insane. And fun fact, <laughs> in the English dub, he is voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. Bit of a Joker thing going on. Yeah, fair enough. I would describe him as fight sexual with um, the main character, Kiryu Fight Kazuma. sexual. Yeah. Like, he, his sexual attraction is he wants to have a... His love language... Is trying to start a fight with Kiryu. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So I'm here for it. He doesn't so much want to date Kiryu, he just wants to wake up every morning next to him and have a fight. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <But> <laughs> That's the weird amazing. thing is, Kiryu doesn't hate him for this. They've got kind of a like a reluctant, hey, you're, you're my bro kind of thing going on. <laughs> okay. Right, there's a second photo of Majima I have to forgot to get up until just now. So in all the Yakuza games, you run a side business, somehow. Like, in the 80s, it's about real estate. Yeah. Of course. But in Yakuza 2, Majima starts a construction company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's very organized crime, that. And I just want to show you the poster that Majima put together for yeah. the um, his construction firm. Join the team, we build shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. The text below is, now hiring buff dudes and tough guys. <laughs> <laughs> Work includes construction and occasional head busting, but we pay pretty well. We welcome employees from all walks of life. No experience required. Yeah. <laughs> Magima Corporation. Sign me up. That sounds it's... way more interesting than Motor Trade. This already know, sounds right? like my company, to be honest. Like, but, you know. This poster, which I'll, I'll put in the show notes, it looks like a shit post. <laughs> it does. But this this is an asset from the game. <laughs> this someone was paid to make this to represent Majima, <laughs> and they did a cracking job. Um, I've had a thought, and this might just become my head cannon. Um, so I reckon somebody at Sega, uh, they've got relatives or friends in the Yakuza, and but they've got a really good sense of humor, and. The Yakuza games have just been like just one long shit post. I can believe that. 
Yeah, there was, like, um, if it was a Facebook group, it'd be like Yakuza Bro posting or something like that. So, <laughs> I shit you not, there is an interview that is out there on the internet. A very brave game journalist actually went to speak to the Yakuza and asked them how they feel about... Yakuza 4 was the game that had come out. Oh, wow. And apparently it's surprisingly realistic, is what they said. <laughs> I mean, I know they're organised like criminals and stuff, but bless them. And, yeah. <laughs> For doing the interview and being like, yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fairly realistic. Yeah, it's Apparently yeah, the yeah, suits yeah. aren't authentic anymore. Like, no one dresses like that. Hmm. But aside from that, it's surprisingly an authentic experience to be. Like, all the conspiracies oh. and real estate, apparently that's legit. Minus the violence. Oh yeah, minus the violence. They don't have as so nearly as many... <laughs> Ridiculous street fights. <laughs> well, yeah, they'd get found out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I've skipped talking about our main protagonist, Kiryu Kazuma. So, yeah. uh, I'll show you two pictures here. Here is him in the 80s, a young strapping lad who had just joined the Yakuza. Oh. Wearing a fantastic disco suit. Yeah, honestly, that looks pretty 80s. He's wearing the same suit that Lance Vance does in GTA Vice City. Oh. My brother gives people ice cream dressed like that without realising it. <laughs> He does, yeah. You sent me a picture of your brother at this event. Like, In, he was being a dinner lady for the day, doling out ice cream to the kids. Yeah. And was I was just like, awesome. why are you dressed like a Yakuza boss? And you just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to get him down this chain as well. Does he rock up in a white Lamborghini? No, he's not that rich. Your brother cannot afford a Lambo. Oh, okay. He has grown an evil goatee, though. He has grown an evil goatee. Mm -hmm. Why am I related to these people? It does suit him, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of all knew he was going to be evil when he was older anyway. Mm, as long true. as he's not BBC evil, it's fine. <laughs> no, don't be BBC um. evil. So, we start our games with Kiryu in the 80s, and the last time we play as him is in 2016. This is a photo of Kiryu Kazuma in his mid-50s, wow. holding his grandson who gets embroiled in ridiculous conspiracies. Um, He's got really good genes. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. The trick is staying buff and just beating the shit out of anyone who causes <laughs> you stress. It turns out violence is the best anti-aging serum. Mm -hmm. oh, um, God. There's actually a minigame in Yakuza 6 where you have to calm the baby, and if you're playing it on the PlayStation, there's you've got to use the motion controls to like lift... And like calm him, <laughs> do yeah, like, sort of rocket to sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the sound clips of this hardened gangster being like, "Oh, Yoshi, Yoshi, there, there." <laughs> and it's very sweet. Like half of this game is, in fact, for the majority of the series, Kiryu is not a member of the Yakuza. He is either retired or has left to deal with various conspiracy shit going on. He he's just there to beat people up who are still in the Yakuza. Pretty much. Th by three, he is formally retired and is running an orphanage, and you spend a lot of that game just running an orphanage. <laughs> Four, he gets called in from running the orphanage to go deal with some drama, some unfinished business. Five, he has abandoned the orphanage and become a taxi driver to pay the bills of said orphanage and also support his teenage daughter's career as a pop star. Um, because taxi driving pays more than being a pop star. I know. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, fun. That's the other thing. Yakuza 5. She's not a pop star yet, is she, though? You don't get paid particularly well as a pop star in Asia. Fuck. Okay. And 
they actually portrayed the pop industry as worse than the Yakuza in that game. <laughs> like, they do I mean, some really underhanded shit in the pop industry. <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. Yeah. Yeah. You know. If and the shoe from fits. what I hear, the pop industry is pretty horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't do human trafficking, to my knowledge. Is that what was... Why would the pop industry be doing human trafficking? I mean, no, I mean, I'm saying they're not as bad as the Akaza, who do do human trafficking. Ah, I see. I mm-hmm. see. <laughs> and yeah, and by six, he's just a granddad looking after his grandson. A really, really young-looking granddad. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, he he's pretty, you know... He's gilfing. Yeah, he's, he's gilfing, but I'd say he's <laughs> not a day past 40. Yeah, no, he is a gilf. Yeah, he's, he's got the image of, like, you know when you find uh, a 40-year-old guy who's taken really good care of himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that fits. He should yeah. stop being a Yakuza and just go into male modelling. Yes. I'm pretty sure there is a side story about that. Where he oh, of course there is. <laughs> so, Kiryu's one weakness is he he can't give less than 110% at anything he does. That's and not he cannot a weakness. Say no- <laughs> But it means he gets really intense about very specific things. Like, if you ask him for help, he will do it and he will commit. Like, if you see, if a passing stranger is like, hey, do you want to be a male model? He has to then go, yes. And then he will commit to doing that. Oh, so if you, like, ask him, um, oh, can you help me with my science homework? Rather than sort of sit you down and explain stuff, he'll go off, get a PhD. He will kidnap Einstein and drag him to help you with his with your science homework. <laughs> I've booked you some one-on-one time with Professor Brian Cox. Yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> He's, he'll get very intense about it for a brief minute, and that's how he became the greatest taxi driver in whatever city he was in. <laughs> Honestly, um, I wish I had that weakness. I wish I cared <laughs> oh, as much about so things as Kiryu does. <laughs> He's so committed to everything. Yeah, because I'd probably be like a, I don't know, like a brain surgeon or a hedge fund manager or, or something Kiryu like that. Kiryu could easily do most of those things. Yeah. Like, he briefly ran real estate, a real estate agency and took over half the city, <laughs> only to leave it. He ran a host club for a while, took them from being an underdog to like the top, the top host hostess club of the entire town. I mean, like, to be oh, fair, for that... a for a thug, he's pretty well yeah. rounded, isn't he? Absolutely. And his heart's in the right place. Exactly. (laughs) So, two more characters I'll talk about, because I think they'll come up. Okay. This is a man named Shun Akiyama, and I want his suit. He has such a cool suit. I just need to know who his tailor is. This guy is so cool that the fact he started out life as an investment banker doesn't detract from how cool he is. <laughs> so he, he became more cool over time. Yeah. So his life <laughs> started out as an investment banker, is framed for he's like the fall guy for some financial conspiracy. Becomes completely broke, becomes a homeless man. In the first game there is an explosion at the top of the Millennium Tower and yeah. a billion yen is dropped into the crowd. And he so gets it. He gets like some of it. Yeah. He then invests it and plays the stock market. Earns himself a bill billions and billions of yen. He's very wealthy. Yeah. And then starts a, lo- a loan company. So he's not he's not your typical yakuza in that he was an investment banker, he became mm-hmm. homeless and thought, I'm really good at punching things, I should go in the yakuza. Yeah. In fact, he's not even a yakuza. He's just a loan shark. <laughs> but he does very special loans. 
they have zero interest, and instead you have to make a deal with him to turn your life around. Oh my god, like he he, is... he will just lend you money, and he's like, right, you'll pay this back once you've turned your life around, and I'm gonna keep coming to visit you and making sure you're doing the right thing to get back on track. He's the world's nicest loan shark. Yeah, he's an absolute chad. I'd say that's maybe like Tom Nook energy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the better Tom Nook. Nook. <laughs> yeah, not fucking Tom Nook. He he is. He's the Who Tom Nook of Camarocho. Tom to be Nook honest. has trapped you on a fucking island where the only person you can pay is him. And yeah, he's he doesn't. Got... <laughs> Akiyama is better than Tom Nook. Now you mention that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Another minor hell. fun fact. His voice actor is the same voice actor as Japanese uh, Donald Duck. Oh, okay. In Japanese dubs of Disney cartoons, he plays Donald Duck. Does he do the voice? In in the Disney ones, yes, he does. In Yakuza, he has a voice like Velvet. It is amazing that they are both the same person. <laughs> uh, brief tangent. My favorite memory of Akiyama, you... When he assigns a loan, he does a test. Like, you have to pass a test to be worthy of him. And in Yakuza 5, there's a woman who wants a loan. Hmm. And you have to put her through all these tests. There's, like, test her mind, test that she's committed. And the bottom choice is make her sell her body. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. But you have to do all of them. And eventually you get to... You're going to have to work it. You're going to have to work your body to earn this. And she comes back in construction gear... <laughs> Like you've just sent her to a you've sent her to a building site to, to work with her body, and that just it just the reveal of okay, I'm here as a builder. This was hard work. To be fair, it's kind of the same thing because it's like physical manual labor, you know. Yeah, you, you're, no, you end it, up with a bad back and calloused hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, it, it is definitely a bad back and calloused <laughs> but it just made me laugh. The re- it, like it implied he was gonna like haul her out. So I was like, "Oh, Akiyama, don't do that. That's scummy." <laughs> when you eventually click it, <laughs> and she's just there at the building site, just like, "Oh, fine." Well, like swinging a hammer or whatever. Yeah, and, I'm yeah. here. I'm using my body to earn this. Are you happy now? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, fair enough. You've got the love." So, absolute Chad move. Yeah, honestly. I never thought I'd feel uh, so positively sort of disposed towards a loan shark, to be honest. Yeah. No, me neither. That's why he's so cool. Yeah. Okay, last <laughs> character I think will come up. Fucking hell. <sighs> so this is Nishiki, or Nishikiyama. In Yakuza 0, he is Kiryu's best friend. Okay. His his tattoo is a... Can fi- see how that goes. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Does- does he betray him by any chance? Grace, you've, you've just spoiled my next picture. <laughs> this is Nishiki in the next game, when he has a, a Joker moment, shall we say. Oh, he's definitely evil now. He, he turns evil. <laughs> in the original Yakuza game, it came out in like the late 90s. It's played less, but since more games came out and they do a prequel... He's become a lot more sympathetic and as time went on. Oh, okay. And the the remake of the first game adds flashbacks showing how he became evil, and it's very sad. Like, he gets taken advantage of when Kiryu's not around. Oh, no. Like, his sister has a terminal disease, and he kind of turns evil to, like, pay for her medical bills. Yeah, which is fair enough, I suppose. And then it turns out the doctor was conning him, and he didn't need to raise that much money, and he 
loses his shit. Well, like you would, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like that, the dentist, isn't it? It's just like, <laughs> are you sure, mate? Yeah. Are you fucking sure? Exactly. And it's like, I could go somewhere else, and then suddenly the price goes down. You're like, yeah, fucking thought. <laughs> No, you're yeah. all right, mate. I'll go home and do it myself with a pair of fucking pliers and a drill. Jesus Christ. I know Christ. how to make Novocaine out of household products. You fuck off. As a reminder, do not listen to us for medical advice. No, None absolutely not. None of us are professionals. We do Unle- not condone anything. Unless you are confident, do not perform dentistry on yourself. We can barely condone... We can barely endorse listening to our show, let alone doing medical things that we suggest. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I've actually got a really nice dentist. <laughs> I felt a bit bad now. shade at them, then. <laughs> okay, so last point on Nishiki. There's a karaoke song that you can sing in Yakuza 0 called Judgment. Okay. It is a duet between Kiryu and Nishiki. It's what they sing when they're boys, when they're young. Some of the lyrics are like, Breaking the law, breaking the world. Yeah, justice. <laughs> All that kind of thing. Well, the us against the world, buddy, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're really cool and wholesome. I'll show you the video at some point. Um, <laughs> when you fight Nishiki in the remake of Yakuza 1, in the final boss fight, bits of that song pop up. I'll, like, cover your screen. It's, it just shows, like, the better times. Oh, do you remember when you guys were singing karaoke together? Now you're killing each other. Now, yeah, it's... now what are you doing? Stop this madness, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and it's like, hey, remember the better times? Aww. Kiryu never sings that song again after that game. Oh, well, he, he wouldn't, Cause I that's, suppose. Because that's their song. Yeah. After I'd, Nishiki dies. I'd be oh. caught up about that as well, to, exactly. uh, as well, to be fair. So. He was How does bro. Nishiki die? After they beat each other up, um, the real villain who has been playing the two of them appears... <laughs> Of course. And Nishiki's like, okay. So then you fight. You fight the final boss. Then Nishiki's feeling guilty about being used and manipulated. He takes the bomb that was going to go off in the vault. He drags the final boss into the vault with him, pins him down next to the bomb, and he's like, ah, forgive me, brother. I I must die now. And then he, he takes the villain with him, and the bomb blows up. Oh, wow. And then all the money gets scattered. Yeah, so Kiryu doesn't kill people, but he'll punch them so hard they'll want to kill themselves as part of a redemption arc. <laughs> because that keeps happening to villains. Like, he'll beat them up, and they'll be like, oh shit, I was wrong. And then be they'll fair. die in, like, a heroic redemption thing. To be fair, if I was beaten up by Kiryu, I don't yeah. think I don't think the medical bills would want me to live. <laughs> I don't think I would no, want to live with the medical fair. bills. It's oh. probably what I'm trying to say. Kiryu wouldn't beat you up, Grace. No? Because he, he famously never hits does... women. He famously never hits women. Oh, God, then he's going to probably make me work on a... On <laughs> make a... you work. Use your body <laughs> on a construction site. So those I th- are who I believe are going to be the main characters of this, um, any thoughts on who you think we're going to see more of, shipping-wise? Because that's what we're here for, fanfiction. Well... I want to see Kiryu and Majima, obviously. They and I don't really Majima. care about many others. Oh, really? Wow, okay. You, you've just zoomed in. You're straight on them. <laughs> I'm on it. That's fair. I suspect you're right, and we'll see a lot of them. Um, Nick, do you have any favourites out of the people we've seen thus far? I mean, to be fair, uh, all of them sound like quality characters. They are all lovely people. Rather at odds with uh, what we usually do on this show. 
Um, I'm willing to sort of just dive in and see what happens. Okay, you're probably going to see a lot of Kiryu and Majima then, because yeah. I strongly suspect that's going to be the most popular one. I would have thought I... so. I wouldn't mind seeing um, if there's any sort of crossovers with a couple of uh, a couple of other open world crime games. Like one of my favorites was Sleeping Dogs, which this oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like Yakuza, but there was a coherent plot, and it was a little bit more perfect. Not mm. much, because you still and did all the karaoke film. stuff, and it was still overblown kung fu B movie, but still a little bit more perfect. Mm-hmm. So I imagine there'd be rivals, because the main villain, more often than not, is the Chinese triad in the Yakuza games. Yeah, quite possibly. Or, so. Oh, actually, I should probably mention the other main villains, more often than not, are the Korean mafia. Oh, okay. And the Korean mafia are always really handsome K-pop-looking types. Because of course they are. <laughs> because they're just leaning into that trope at this point. Like... <laughs> Kiryu versus the Bangtan yeah, it's, boys. It's all... Oh, I'd love to see that. Oh my god, yeah. Find Kiryu it. fights BTS. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's a shame that um, there isn't one of us going, nah, we won't see that, because like their odds are bet on, I think, I, I know finding one. Like They get everywhere. Absolutely, there will be um, a Bangtan Boys crossover fic where Mm -hmm. they're sort of the main antagonists. So I personally do not ship Majima and Kiryu, because I think Kiryu's first love will always be his boy Nishiki, and I can't can't get in the way of that. (laughs) Fair enough. Even though one of them's dead, it's still, I'm there for them. Maybe Kiryu would be the kind of person who... If he was in a relationship with Nishiki and all that happened and he got betrayed and stuff like that, he'd just never love anybody else again. That's the vibe I get from Kiryu, yeah. honestly. Yeah. There is, in fact, a hetero relationship for Kiryu that I've completely overlooked mentioning. Because <laughs> she's in it <laughs> well, very briefly. Let's be fair, we're not going to see it, are we? Probably not. Her name is <laughs> Kaoru. She is a police officer from uh, Osaka. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Yeah, she's a cop. Yeah. She's part of the police um, She's part of the anti-gang group. So basically, he's sleeping with the very people who want who want to take him down. Yeah. Yes. Is Once. that a tactical decision, or does he does he love her? Really? I think he likes her because she's quite good in a fight, and I think that's what does it for Kiryu. <laughs> right, you can take a punch. You're mine. Pretty much. Um, but the thing is, she. Uh, at the start of Yakuza 3, she says, I'm off to America, I'll be back in three months. And then we never see her again. Never comes back. Oh, okay. She presumably just fucks off and breaks his heart. Well, to be fair, maybe it's like, oh, if I if I stay, I'll become one of them, but I love him so much, but I'm married to my job, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe. In fact, to Is be fair, that's... Is it ever explained? It's never explained, and she nev- she's never oh. mentioned again. She just fucks <laughs> off to hell. America and doesn't come back. I think the fan explanation is she marries a, a, a cop in America. I don't know if that's canon to the... All right, okay. But she just doesn't come up again, and that's why the fandom assumes Kiryu's a virgin. Oh. Despite being a granddad. <laughs> oh, yeah, hang on. <laughs> I mean, so Haruka is his adopted daughter, so that that's how that works. <laughs> there we go again. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even refer to him as dad. He's Uncle Kiryu, but, but he's her dad. That's what James wants to believe. Shh. <laughs> They're a family. He's the dad. I'm sorry. And they deserve to be happy. (laughs) Um, I really like how invested you are in these games, Jim. Oh, once you play them, you'll understand. Yeah. 
and as I say, like they they took up a lot of my life during lockdown. So I'm I'm invested in everyone in this game's happiness. <laughs> With that in mind, let's get into the fan fiction because I want I want to see some wholesome shit involving my my favorite gangsters. So right, let's go. The most popular one of all time is Goro Majima with Reader. Oh! <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. It is 18 chapters <laughs> long and 400,000 words. Wow! It's amazing. Desperate for money, you take a job as a secretary. On your first day, you realize it's for the Yakuza, specifically the Majima family headquarters. So you uh, become Majima's nice. secretary in Collateral Damage uh, by Space Cadet Flower. Wow, okay. Slow burn, developing relationship, romance, angst, fluff, sex, rough sex, violence, well, yeah, uh, original character, sexual tension, explicit language, alcohol, boss-employee relationship, and anxiety. Mm. I mean, I'd be anxious if I worked with Majima, to be honest. <laughs> he's such a fucking wild card. I know, you wouldn't know if he was going to flip out and punch you yeah. to the ground. And like, He's always got a new harebrained scheme going on. <laughs> like... <laughs> like he'll hire he'll get his entire gang to dress up as zombies to convince Kiryu a zombie apocalypse is happening so that he ha- so that Kiryu has to fight undead Majima <laughs> like he just pulls out shit like that so often that yeah you don't want to work with him I don't know I think that sounds like a really good sort of uh, boss to have actually you'll That'd be well funny. You'll always be surprised by, and you, you'll never get bored at work. There'll be no routine. This is so. Hang on a second. I've just um, found uh, the title is My Romansu. I hope I'm pronouncing that. Romansu. Yeah. Yeah. My Romansu. Uh, by over. by Lava Kitten. Sending it over. Um, I was attracted by the tags. My Birthday, David Bowie Freeform. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, the summary is oh, uh, yeah. Majima Goro's crappy birthday turns into an okay one once he brushes up on his pop culture knowledge. Learning new shit's kind of fulfilling. He might not have a close encounter with a celebrity the way Kiryu did with Miracle Johnson, but... Okay, Miracle Johnson is Michael the, legally, Jackson. the legally distinct Michael Jackson that Kiryu meets in the 80s. I th- that was the other thing that drew me to this fic. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have one of the first side quests you do is you're his bodyguard during the filming of Thriller. <laughs> the zombies are getting too aggressive, and you have to like make sure Miracle Johnson gets through the filming without being beaten up. <laughs> You've got to beat the zombies up so that they You've don't got to beat the zombies beat up. Miracle Johnson up. And as a reward, you get to have a dance battle with Miracle Johnson, oh and my you God. actually can't win. Like, the game is rigged. No matter how good you are, you will always lose to Michael Jackson. Well, because of course. Like, even if you hack the game, <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> will always win. They didn't even set a potential for Kiryu to win. It's like, nah. Kiryu's good, but he can't beat Michael Jackson. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Um, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, that happens. Oh, dear. And now he meets David Bowie. Okay. Well, I don't think he meets them. I, I think oh. he gets like a, a video with David Bowie in, like Labyrinth or something like that. But apparently, David Bowie in this is Davin Joey. Okay, good. I was I was wondering how they yeah, which they kind went, of fits. How they did that. Yeah. Anyway, it's been three years since its release in Japan, and he's having a mini tour here. Okay. I would love to see the plot of Labyrinth happen to Kiryu. 
Oh, no, shit. Hang on. Um, right, I've just got something which was written in the notes. Um, the title's a bilingual uh, Oyaji gag interpreted either as May's Month or May Romance. So oh, May's okay. Month, Labyrinth, you know. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Top notch. Yeah, I'd just love to see David Bowie kidnap uh, Kiryu's adopted daughter just so Kiryu has to deal with like, He has the to shit. fight David Bowie. Yeah, he has to go through the plot <laughs> of Labyrinth. Just, like, oh, <laughs> just punching his way through the Muppets until he gets to David Bowie. Amazing. Like, Kiryu's daughter gets kidnapped so many times like she's not even bothered by number five. <laughs> Like she's eye-rolling as much as we are, being like, oh, God, I've been fucking kidnapped again. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> <sighs> so what are you guys doing this time? Waiting for my dad to show up? <laughs> He's gonna deck you, you realise that, right? Brilliant. <laughs> oh. So the other reason I don't ship Kiryu and Majima is Makoto Majima is too precious, and I want to see them get together, so I'm now going to look for fix of them. Oh, I've seen a few of them. Oh, well, I'm going to search for it specifically. I'm not talking about them because I don't give <laughs> it. You just don't endorse <laughs> a wholesome He's like, oh, the six I want pair. to see. Grace is hiding them all because... <laughs> um, <laughs> it's how day. Because it's a cover operation. Just to uh, to explain, dear listener, this is Jim's equivalent of taking his ball arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, <laughs> I haven't read most of it, but I found one called Home Run by Kabara Thorough and it's Goro Majima and the reader <sighs> but slash Goro Majima's bat. Oh, no. The story of how you met Majima is a short ass crack pick where the premise of Pov you are Majima's bat <laughs> don't expect much. <laughs> Majima's bat blame my friends for giving me ideas ever at all. Baseball inanimate object Inanimate object, pov, second person, crack, crack, treated seriously. I mean, I have always wondered where Majima stores a baseball bat when he's topless and just wearing a shit, a snakeskin leather jacket. Hmm. Snakeskin jacket. Maybe we'll find out in this first person yeah. pov of the bat. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not in the... I think it's up his butt. The, yeah, the... He's been to prison. I don't know, it's, it starts off with like... You're looking at the starless sky, laying cold, hard ground of the dirty aloe in oh. and Bori. You have no memories of how you got there, but you don't mind all that much. Oh my god, I don't think you've met him yet. Yeah, bat meets Majim. Holy shit, you hear him exclaiming, your heart skips a beat. Oh. <laughs> this voice of deep admiration is childlike excitement, brightens up your night more than any neon lights ever could. Oh, this is really oh. sweet. This, this is, is about nice. a bat. <laughs> A fucking wooden bat or metal bat. The feeling oh of his God. warm skin on you sends. There is, there is a tense moment in which he keeps looking at you, making a move as if waiting for your consent. <laughs> you cannot consent or deny consent. So the tense moment ends as he picks you up. <laughs> There's a softness to his touch, and yet when he enters uh. combat, his moves feel rough but smooth. He begins to <laughs> swing you around swiftly, and with every hit. You become more attached to him. His movements are so great. This is written like sex. It is. <laughs> this is written as a sex scene, but it's it's just him beating people up with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, you did say you did say he was fight sexual. I did. I didn't so. think the bat That's was. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, but the bat's his ultimate partner, isn't oh, it? I guess it is. I just, eh. Oh no, he's he's gonna have to have a love triangle because he's also got a knife that he's quite fond of. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is really difficult for me because I now ship him with a bat <laughs> and Kiri. This um. <laughs> This must be the new uh, OTP then. It's Majima and Majima's bat. Majima's bat. Oh. <laughs> I have a horrible feeling that I'm not going to find many other fix like this and therefore I'm going to feel lost and confused I because I, <laughs> there's just not enough representation for my new favourite pair. Write one. Write. I'm gonna, oh, I may have yeah, to. Yeah, you're going to have to write one. Sorry, Grace. <laughs> you're going to have to. Oh my God. I found, I found a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, fantastic. Crossover. Uh, who's... I'll let someone else have no, a go while please I send post it, it over. We've been talking a lot. Uh, okay, hang on. Bear oh. with me as my phone struggles to ch- keep up Tell with my what, demands. I'll, I'll interrupt you briefly because I clicked on the Majima slash bat to see if there was anything else. It led me to the to a search of um, Majima slash other. All right. And I have here Majima X couch. What? What? The tags include, this is Weathered Leather by Scoot, M- <laughs> Scoot McGoots. Weathered Leather. <laughs> I had a dream about Majima fucking a couch, so I made it reality. Oh. <laughs> this is two. Th- this is 2,000 words long. <laughs> Crikey. This is Majima fucking a sofa. I love the notes. Yeah. I really love the <laughs> Who notes. Who am I to neglect the sign from God to commit an atrocity? <laughs> My first smut, and it's so for fucking enjoying, fellow heathens. My name is Scoot Magoots, and I have a dream. Oh, oh my goodness. 2,000 words of this. He, p- this he plopped down intense. on a like, brown like leather what? couch framed with a decorative pillow saying, Bless this mess and live, laugh, love, my adopted kids. <laughs> oh my god. Excellent. <laughs> this is more than just a shit post. This is art. As he turned back to the couch, fruitless from his search, he had a mortifying idea. Maybe because all of the blood from his brain was in his dick, but it <laughs> seemed to him that the crevice between the couch cushions looked supple and plump, almost like Kiryu's ass. <laughs> Majima took off one of his gloves and pulled at the leather, feeling it fight back against the pressure, almost like skin. His other glove was gone in a few moments as he, as he began to grope the cushions, imagining they were Kiryu's soft cheeks. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That is, yeah, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we might come back to that. In the meantime, Grace, Tojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, yeah, sorry, I've been completely, my brain's been utterly sidelined oh. by by that. That's fair. Um, That's perfectly fair. Tojo's Bizarre Tojo Adventure. Tojo Clan has a deep, dark secret behind its rise to power in 1987. Oh. The secret attracts Dio Brando. To Camarocho. Camarocho. The Chotos and company join forces with Yakuza stand users to investigate. Absurd adventures, flamboyant poses, and zany violence ensue. I mean, yeah. Thank you, Saffron M. I just want to know what Kiryu's stand is. Yeah, that's it. They're they're all getting stands, aren't they? (laughs) Oh Mm. my god. So I found something called Yakuza Chaos. Okay, um, I mean, they're all pretty chaotic. Kiryu is having a pretty weird day, at least weird than normal. There's a big fight that's not really new, but there's this weird guy with a moustache. Uh, short ficklet about Yakuza characters encountering Sonic characters. Oh, because they're both owned by Sega. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, I'm here for that. The tags are uh, the tags. The tags are crack, crack crossover, comedy, kidnapping, but it's not serious. It's mostly as a joke. Don't worry. And mention Doctor Eggman, Doctor Robotnik. Here it is. Oh. Yeah, it was a chaos by Gooper. This is is this gonna be Kiryu punching out Doctor Robotnik? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Kiryu versus Knuckles would be an interesting one. Yes, it would. I, re- I reckon Kiryu can take him. I reckon he probably could, but that would be an interesting fight on the top of the like, Millennium Tower. Yeah. Sega <laughs> Execs, if you're listening, but... make it fucking happen. Oh, Sega Execs, get Kiryu into the Sonic films. I don't know how it'll work. <laughs> like, no one's buff enough to play him, but... No one else gives a shit in the, in the video industry. Yeah. You can <laughs> do it. make it happen. Because I know they're listening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're looking for any excuse to file a copyright claim, but there we go. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a clever title. I have here, it's Like a Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. But if you look very carefully, uh, the mad is the Greek letter alpha. Yeah. And the dog... The dog is... is the, it's omega. It's an, oh, no. It's an omega, well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. You see where, where they're going with this. <laughs> Three fix in. Three fix yep. in and we have arrived. Yeah. Uh, so who is what? Uh... Retelling of Yakuza Kiwami 2, except darker, gayer, realityer? Realityer. <laughs> More rhymes in er. <laughs> so, uh, Daigo yeah, the, go- notes, the notes start with, I am back with more of my bullshit. Did you miss me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I miss this kind of... Oh, it, it starts with Kiryu being pregnant. <laughs> oh, because of course it does. Yeah. So I guess that makes Kiryu an Omega. <laughs> If I understand how this works. Yeah, and Ma- uh, Majima's the alpha. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> uh, wow. Yep, there it is. Emo and pierced Daigo. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> There's fan art in... This has 200,000 words. Yeah, yeah it does. A- and 38 chapters, and it's not finished yet. Uh, and it's apparently part two of the weird Yakuza, uh, the weird Yakuza Omega verse. Nobody asked for, but God. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone was asking for this. As in, actually asked or deserved it? How long is part one? It looked pretty long. Yeah, 156,000 words and 30 chapters. Nice commitment. That's incredible. I'm always in awe at this. I know you, you authors, like Jesus wept. Well done. I, yeah. <laughs> My hands would bleed. Yeah, it would. Oh, there's a there's submissions for fanfics for the thought event on the Yakuza slash RGG fanworks Discord. Ooh. If you're interested, Kiryu Kazuma copyright Sega written with permissions from the persons themselves. Sorry, written with Kiryu's permission. I don't bloody know. <laughs> I'll send it over. It's called Fist Me Dragon Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, send that bad boy over. Yeah, that gave me whiplash. I didn't see that coming. Okay, Fist here we me. go. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Submission fanfic for the thought event on the Yakuza slash RGG fanworks Discord. Kiryu Kazuma, uh, copyright Sega, written with permission from the persons themselves. If I said Amy made me do this, that would be a lie. I have my own burdens to bear. <laughs> Bye. I really want to um, imagine that this person wrote to Sega 
and was like, hey, can I <laughs> can I write a fanfic about Kiryu fisting somebody? And they were like, yeah, go for it. I don't think they would. Like, <laughs> I mean, I... Oh my god, just shut up and let I'm me sorry. read the first line. I know, line. I've just seen it. Please read the first line. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, let me tell you the story of a man named <laughs> Kazuma Kiryu, the baddest, the biggest, baddest, fistiest, titty daddy <laughs> of Kuchiro. There ain't no woman nor man who can resist those soft sideburns, those chiseled abs, those pumping fists of the heat. <laughs> His hard, smexy bod. No matter the time and the place, you know he got a strip off the shirt at least. Oh my god, and it... And it goes, and it talks like this all the way down, and I love it. This is a work of art. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. Doki Doki, she speaks, <laughs> popping right into his arms. Just for the record, I'm not that easy to play. Wouldn't you, James? <laughs> We've all been there. He's a handsome man. <laughs> oh god, here we go. Um, the three enter into an uncomfortable silence, but then Amy breaks it with a suggestion. Wanna switch places? Rubia looks back up. Amy fisting hurts. Well, I guess, but can we try something else? Then Kiryu offers, um, if it'll make you feel better, I can be bottom this time. She makes a dramatic gasp. Rubia, he's submitting. Let's get him. <laughs> That's all they wanted. Quick. <laughs> he's submitting. Let's Now's get your chance. Him. Fist him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep, this is... Oh, God. Meanwhile, Kiryu simply lies still. It's his turn to com- contemplate over his life choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh God. Boy. Perhaps that is simply the fate of the titty dragon of Kaburacho. <laughs> the curse of the franchise's iconic protagonist strikes again. <laughs> That's in response to a negative pregnancy test. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I guess the plot armour means that uh, huge damage can't get in and sperm can't get out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what? He's, he's a virgin, so we don't know. Yeah? I mean, potentially. We don't know. He definitely isn't in this fic. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, he's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I hope they use lube. I'm picking this fic just because this name is worthy of being an album cover. Or an okay. album title. This is Discotheque Glory Hole by Rose Art. Discotheque Glory Hole. That's either a band name or an album name. Yeah, that's a punk band name. Not long after the events of Yakuza Zero, when Kiryu and Majima are more familiar with each other, it's how Kiryu loses his virginity. Ooh. In the at form a glory of a glory hole. hole. Wow. Okay. At a disco. <laughs> oh, it's a disco. Yeah. Discotheque Glory. It does what it says oh. in the tin. <laughs> Kiryu's at a disco. And um, he finds a glory hole. He finds a glory hole, and I think Majima finds it too. Yeah, he does. It sounds like a sort of side quest Kiri does, would find himself it? on. <laughs> What's this hole? Side quest objective: lose your virginity. <laughs> this must yeah, be for... stick your dick in a hole and see what happens. <laughs> if I run out of paper, I could like ask for help this way. <laughs> God, it is. It is all Majima and Kiryu. Hey. It, it does. It does look like it. There's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. No of it love there. for Nishiki. I honestly thought Grace would be more into Nishiki, to be honest, because I mean, he's a boy with a fish on his back. Hey! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I had to get that in there. I'm sorry. 
pressed by Brackest. That sort of drawn me to it because um, the summary is Kiryu acting like kissing ain't no big D and that upset his Majima spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll send it over anyway. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. This is uh, pressed by Brackest. Oh, there's that. Oh. Kissing. Yep, that's Majima and Kiryu. They're definitely going to smooch in that picture. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mostly talking about feelings. Oh, oh Harry, Harika calls them both. Do you ship them yet, James? Do I ship them yet? No, not yet. How many more fics are we going to have to read? <laughs> like, I get it. It's just... I get it. I'm just here for more Nishiki. I see. Oh, <laughs> on that note, I have one here called... Camarocho's hottest DILF. Brackets, <laughs> is a fanfic. Yes. Um, so the synopsis. Kiryu struggles with single parenthood after taking custody of Haruka. His friends compete against one another to become Kiryu's husband, as Kiryu faces new challenges when it comes to being a single dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a is competition. He playing, is he playing Dream Daddy Simulator in his own life or something? <laughs> I guess he is. Yeah. yeah. Only it's it's everyone is competing to be his husband. It's dream second daddy simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Haruka tries to decide who's going to be her second dad. Oh. And the whole gang are here. Nice. So here we go. What is it going in it? Um, daddy King, Sugar Daddy, Dom Sub, Bottom Kiryu Kazuma. I've been seeing that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Kiryu yeah. is the bottom in most of these. He is. Yeah. He is. Uh, also, one of the um, one of the tags is just dad tings, <laughs> just dad tings. And apparently, there's not enough bottom Kiryu Kazuma. Well, there absolutely is. I've not seen much top. Of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing much top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe not even that is enough. Will <laughs> there ever be enough? There's never enough. There's, there's five thousand fix, so could do more. Actually, how many are there with just bottom? <laughs> Hold on. Eh? I'm wondering how many there are with just bottom Kiryu Kazuma. Oh, there's only 124 bottom Kiryu Kazuma, so... See, they yeah. better get writing. Yeah. Not Maybe enough. Maybe they're right. Maybe there is more to this. It's a valid need, James. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a tag there that I need to explain. So oh, okay. Explain away. There's there's another character who I need to talk about. Whose okay. name is Ono Michio. Okay. He is the mascot to the town that Haruka lives in. Hold on, let me just get a picture up. Does Kiryu punch him out as well? Uh, no. Oh my so, fucking god. So this is the mascot. Um, <laughs> okay. Kiryu is the mascot. Oh. That's Kiryu under that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he decks a lot of thugs while dressed as Odomichio. <laughs> the, town, the fishing town's mascot. I can imagine like (laughs) the normal guy gets back into his costume and he walks around and he's just got random hooligans like bowing to him profusely (laughs) and like running the fuck away and shit. That's exactly just like (laughs) the the thing is, um, I assume that uh, all these sort of crime families they'll have uh, like a pub or a bar or a club that they go after. Oh yeah, multiple. uh, A hard day's thugging. Imagine if you walked in to your uh, CD Underworld crime bar, having been decked by a guy in that fucking mascot suit. I know, right? <laughs> I think you'd be the laughing stock of the entire fucking bar. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think anyone's laughing at Kiryu. <laughs> no, nobody's laughing at Kiryu. Absolutely not. But the people he decks well dressed as that as the oh, mascot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, once they find out it's Kiryu, the dragon of Dojima, yeah. under that costume, I'm like, oh yeah, fair enough, mate. <laughs> you didn't stand a chance. I know, but what if Kiryu never tells anybody? Oh. I don't think he does. You're right. <laughs> Shit. What do you mean you got decked by the fucking mascot? <laughs> Just telling you, don't don't fuck with the mascot. Yeah, don't fuck with the mascot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of want some crack here. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of very horny smart here. Problem? Oh no, just <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my god, hang on. There's I just found the tag. So the fic is called Kinbaku Bargain. I'll come back to that in a sec. More importantly, they've used the tag. Kyodai sexuals. Oh. Kyodai sexuals. There's like half a dozen fix with Kyodai sexuals. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all they're all yakuza. Needless to say. Of course. Um, what's this fic even about? Nipple play, frottage, Kiryu and Nishiki. Hey, you lube. found one. I I finally found one. Yeah. There's not many. He'll savor this. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, this is, oh it's a full read series read it slower it'll last longer there's one called Call Me Baby which I'm really hoping is a reference to Carly Rae Jepsen Carly Rae Jepsen yep Call Me Baby Nishiki believes that Kiryu needs to get laid so he suggests Kiryu go to a telephone club to hopefully get himself a girlfriend but when Kiryu picks up the phone it's not a woman telephone. it's a man I bet it's Nishiki it's Majima <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Um, Are you familiar with telephone clubs? No. I only know about them from Yakuza, but they were from the 80s, so I figured you might know about them. Um, No, no, no idea. I wasn't born then. Well, I'm saying to Nick. Nick wasn't born then. Who wasn't born then, but is spiritually from the 80s. Actually, I'm spiritually from much earlier, but there we go. He's spiritually from the 40s. (laughs) So a telephone club, you go into a booth, you rent some time, and... um, Eventually, you'll get a call from, uh, ideally, someone hot. It's like it's what people did before Tinder existed. Oh, I get it. So, effectively, speed dating. Kind of. Or is it like you sort of walk in and you look in the booths and you're like, oh yeah, you'll do. So you you ring them up. So it's not phone sex things. I think it is a little bit phone sex, but you can always arrange to meet up if it goes well. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. I see. There's okay. like there's a whole mini game in Yakuza Zero where you go to a phone club. And there's, there's like a prompt to pick up before, well, it's dialing. It's very dramatic. <laughs> and you've got, if you say the right things, you can eventually meet the girl. And story happens, depending on who you meet up with. But Kiryu's a virgin. Yeah. Effectively. So I'm guessing he's literally doing odd jobs for them. He's not... Most of the time it doesn't end with sex. It just ends with another fucking odd job. Sometimes it ends with you going to karaoke with them and... Oh, <laughs> that's just nice. singing. Because... <laughs> Then he'll sing like a sad Tom Jones number. <laughs> Kiryu, my man, never fucks on the first date. No, he doesn't. He's, he's a gent. <laughs> yeah, he is. She's just sat there and he's there going, Dama, Dama, Dama. And she's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> oh, it's great. Never invite me back. <laughs> I just want to see if the gif is here. And he's... Oh, dear. When he picks up the phone, it is. Inc- oh, there it is. Perfect. It's very dramatic. Oh, well, he's, it's the whole, um, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I love that. It's like the phone wires going like, everywhere. Pulls it out. And, 
And and then so it's just like, oh, hello, hi there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's literally doing the slow motion anime thing, but he's answering the fucking phone. Yeah, this is what I mean. He gives 200% at everything he does. I know, there's even the fucking lens flares, the receiver goes in the yeah. air in his hand, and then, hey there. It's just him having a chat with a girl. <laughs> or potentially Majima. <laughs> You can tell it's Oji's because there's an ashtray in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an ashtray, and I believe there's a box of tissues on that desk. Oh, oh yeah, okay, so maybe it is a, a little bit fun sexy. there is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. I thought that was a notepad. That's I'm... not a box of tissues, that's a notepad and a pencil. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, yeah, the notepad is for if you want to remember a number or write down where you're going to meet someone. There's no box of tissues in this gift, mate. Yeah, I'm remembering something wrong. The tissues You're remembering f- your own memories of answering the phone from late <laughs> The tissues Stem. are from the other mini game where you go to a um a tape club where you can okay. rent a private booth and watch some pornography. Oh, oh well, they okay. would have tissues. Yeah. They would. Yeah, it's, it's just not from the 0800 <laughs> numbers that uh, mm-hmm. Jim used to find out at the back of magazines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another fantastic tag here. Queer Eye for the Kyodai. Hey, nice. <laughs> That's from a fit called Spice Forward by uh, Oops All Tower Cards, which sounds like a pretty horrific tarot reading, if I understand that right. Oops All Tower Cards. Yeah. Yeah, what does the tower mean? Uh, Grace? Pardon? You, you know tarot stuff. What's the tower? I thought the tower was destruction and like things coming to an end. Yeah, I think it's... Oh, okay. Representing encountering hardship that's tough to overcome. Right. I'm getting that knowledge from uh, Jojo and Persona, so I don't know anything about actual tarot readings. No, absolutely not. Me neither. I don't know, I think it's pretty safe coming from Jojo, considering how well-versed that fucking author is (laughs) in researching (laughs) everything to minor detail. So the way Jojo is written... um, Hirohiko Araki, top-notch man. He sits down and he reads a Wikipedia article. I'm willing to bet he hits the random button on a Wikipedia on Wikipedia and just pulls up an article and goes, "Huh, I'm going to make I'm a gonna... fight entirely about this." <laughs> I'm going to write an entire story based around the stats of a common rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking legend. There's a lot of crossover uh... between JoJo and Yakuza, at least in terms of style. Yeah. <laughs> It strikes me as one of them things which um, which just gets more batshit the longer you look at it. Yeah. So, yeah. Just like JoJo. So, Spice Forward. I just want to point out these tags. Do you remember those old Axe commercials? It's like that, but gay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. Summary. Purchasing cologne reaps unexpected benefits for Kiryu. Uh, I'm guessing he's going to get a makeover. Yeah. I, seem... and I think so. And if I remember the Axe commercials... Sex? And in case you got axes, just links in the UK. Yeah, I got that. Um, he's just going to put on some new perfume and get hit on pretty hard. <laughs> Which yeah. did what, not happen. What do you mean that you don't own any cologne? <laughs> Kiryu doesn't seem the type to own cologne. Fucking, he's from the 80s. Yeah, but he's, he's a no-nonsense 80s man. Look at him! Yeah, he bought that once. So he starts out the game in just a black and white suit, and his mate Nishiki is like, yo... We're going to get you a makeover to look cool. And that's what he chooses. I can't believe that the finishing touch to that makeover isn't like a splash of high karate or something like that. 
I'm I'm just so. saying, on that shopping trip, he was like, and you need cologne to go with it. And he was like, is it necessary? He said yes. And he, Kiryu goes, 100%. <laughs> I will have all of them. He's had his hair did. He's got <laughs> he the shirt. He's got the suit. Look at him. <laughs> well, there's no way he's not smelling good as well. Like, you're going to get yeah, sweaty oh, under I've, there. I've no doubt he smells... I've no doubt he smells great. I just don't know if that's about him buying perfume or if, is it just his natural body odor is just oh my God. handsome and musky. I think that he gives, um, if he gives 200% in everything that he does, he is doused in so much cologne that it would be dangerous for him to go near a naked flame. <laughs> He's banned from petrol stations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no smoking, please. Why is it? Uh, is it banned here? It's like, no, I'm just... I'm just covering yeah. This man is just gonna go <laughs> up in flames if you do. That's a fair point. <laughs> and you know what? I think that ex- almost explains why gunshots don't do anything to him. It's just got. It's just. It's got to get through the shield of smell. <laughs> that just sort of whiffs at him. There's so much chemicals and acidity in the cologne that it dissolves the bullet before it hits yeah. him. Yeah. It corrodes <laughs> in the air. <laughs> Apologies, Nick. This is going to be something niche for me and Grace. Mm-hmm. I've found something here called Sotenbori Sucks, right? Sotenbori is the area of Osaka that Majima is based. Okay. Okay. This is a crossover with Slice of Life anime, Komi-san Can't Communicate. Oh, for fuck's sake. Which is a wholesome high school girl drama about this girl with social anxiety that her friends kind of try and like help her make more friends. And it's crossed over with Yakuza, and Majima's here. And, yeah. Because why not? <laughs> like, Komi-san, I think we stopped watching it because it was just too fluffy, rather than being as much of a comedy. I see. Wrong, Grace. I didn't watch it. Oh, I thought you had watched that. No, this is you watching it by yourself, mate. <laughs> oh, right, okay. You're just imagining I, I thought... I'm there so you can blame me. <laughs> yeah. That's Sometimes I just assume Grace is there, just in case. <laughs> And um, I love the idea of reading about Majima sort of helping this high school girl make a hundred friends, because that's the plot of Komi Can't Communicate. <laughs> like, if she meets, like, a gangster who's just like, yep, don't worry, babe, we got this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think I might read this, if that's the case. Yep, fair enough. Because that sounds really wholesome. It, it does sound appealing, to be fair. There's this big, burly mm-hmm. Yakuza guy with an eye patch, you know, being like, no, go on, Taking you can do this- it demure high school girl under her wing under his wing yeah as he sort of teaches her valuable lessons about friendship <laughs> god i hope that's what this is the real violence was the friends we made along the way yeah. <laughs> i so i found yeah. uh something which isn't necessarily about the characters themselves but rather an original female character and it's called the yakuza phenomenon by arkai dal that sounds about right. And it's essentially the woman who owns the bar and it's going out of business, but then she buys this karaoke machine <gasps> and suddenly it's about <laughs> how her bar is suddenly like raking in money because all the fucking yakis are turning up and shrieking into the microphone. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's just, just like, oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, so fucking funny. She buys the karaoke machine. That's right. Boys, we're coming here. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, a man in a red shirt just walked in. 
She could tell he was trouble, a textbook Yakuza sporting an old-fashioned grey suit and crimson red shirt. He hadn't said much at first. He ordered two rounds of scotch, but then made his way to the karaoke machine. <laughs> he punched it a few digits, like it was second instinct. Clearly he'd done this before. <laughs> the beginning of a sad lament began. One that Miyoga recognized as Bakamitai, yeah. the song she was listening hey. to in Kodomo nanone. <laughs> Her jaw dropped as he sang. Yeah, fucking smooth, he's velvety smooth. could tell from the first verse that he had been blessed with the voice of an angel. Yeah. Deep, velvety, and smooth. <laughs> this is amazing. Not even two days later, another man came in, and despite being off oh, yeah. obvious Yakuza... Mayoga would argue he was much more frightening, sporting an eye patch and a gold chain <laughs> around his neck, while completely shirtless, save for the snakeskin jacket. Here he, he is. Here he is. Here's our boy. He smashed the karaoke machine in, and then starts singing, Sasani, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. Yeah, oh, if she didn't have common courtesy and respect for her patron, she would have covered her ears in dramatic fashion. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, for fuck's sake. This fic ends with the calm man and the eyepatch man walking in. Um, they do karaoke together. Eventually they take a break. That was before the one in the snakeskin jacket leaned in and kissed the calm one, who re- reciprocated without hesitation. Oh shit! So they've managed to get a ship in here as well. Even then, oh yes. yeah, they get <laughs> beautiful. Cherry on the cake. <laughs> uh, even though Majima can't sing, bless him. <laughs> Majima can absolutely sing. How dare he you? chooses not to. <laughs> oh, he he can do some beautiful songs. He's not he's not as good as Kiryu, but to be f- to be fair, not many people are. Well, yeah, because Kiryu is hyper competent in every single thing that he yeah. does. Except anything involving technology. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> he spent the nineties and the twenty most of the twenty tens in prison. So Oh, so that's why he doesn't know. He has no idea how smartphones work, but he can do anything else. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> uh, I do have this, which Probably does what it says on his on the tin, and is rapidly becoming my favourite tag. This is by someone called Lace Covered. It is called Sex with a Ghost. Oh my god! Okay. Tags include ghosts, haunting. Nishiki's a ghost that comes to haunt Kiryu. Ghost sex, anal sex, <laughs> death, angst, possessive behaviour. That might be literal. And ghost Nishikiyama. Oh my god. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's ghost sex. Presumably, Kiryu does some pottery, and then... Um, <laughs> yes! You know, <laughs> one thing leads to another. Back and retire starts playing, and it's all, like, kicking off. Yeah, um, Nishiki is the, uh, the Patrick Swayze in this. Yeah. <laughs> Kiryu's just getting hyper-competent at pottery. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like all the kids who have to listen to us, or do listen to us, are going to end up having to just look up what the fuck ghost is <laughs> <laughs> at this yeah. point. Because we <laughs> keep referencing are... it. Every time something to do with a ghost shows up, we make the same joke about the clay. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're holding clay together. I'm I was like, sorry. oh, God, guys, come on. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, um, who here has seen the film? See, that's a confession. I all right, hang I on. All right, who's you've not seen the film? Nick, have you seen the film? I haven't seen the film, but Unchained Melody is on my Spotify playlist. None of us have seen the film. We're all referencing a film <laughs> we've never seen, and we keep doing it. I've seen that scene. I've, I've... seen that scene. <laughs> I mean, In it's many probably not things. even. <laughs> What's the betting it's not even a good film? There's just that one bit with the ghost. No, I've been told it's a shit film. <laughs> it's a very so mushy film. It's as bad as, um, what's the other one? Angel in New York or whatever it's called. Which is similar, which is just about an angel like falling in love with this woman. <laughs> just, just asking her what a fucking pear tastes like because he can't eat shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like a supernatural episode, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be interesting for two reasons. So, this is a fit called My Way Home is Through You by Goro Bells or Pizza Cat 2088. The crossover of fandoms is Yakuza and My Chemical Romance to begin oh, with. Oh, wow. Um, the summary You are a therapist who sets up a clinic in Camarocho. The Yakuza have been threatening to kick you out since the moment you set up shop, but things take a turn when their boss confesses he's just as lost as you are. Oh. So you are a therapist for... For the Yakuza. Majima? You're Majima's therapist. This book is Jesus. from the perspective of Majima's therapist. And God does he need one. Oh. Um, Alright, I'm kind of here for this. Yeah, this is him being sad about um, Makoto. Oh, that's, that's good. I'm glad he's getting it out. Poor man's had a rough time. Yeah, that's it. We all uh, we all need a, a therapist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially Majima. Yeah, especially Majima. Bless him. Ooh, Grace. Got another one here. Mm-hmm. Mostly appears to us, appeals to us in particular. This is called Majima the House Husband by Phantom Hearts. <gasps> Loosely inspired by a popular manga slash anime called The Way of the House Husband, which in turn feels loosely inspired by the Yakuza games. It's um, about a um it's about a Yakuza who just retires and becomes a house husband. Honestly it's just him being really domestic. Honestly, uh it's doing that thing again, uh which it it makes whatever job you have you can find uh, a manga or an anime which makes it sound mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yeah. I like how you've managed to slip a female in there, James. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I I was searching... Uh... It's Majima Goro slash Makimura Makoto. Mm-hmm. Yep, his blind sweetheart, I'm, who I'm fully here for. This hey. is a fix-it fic. He, he will sink and die with this yep. shit, won't he? This is a fic where Majima and Makoto settle down, get married, Majima becomes her house husband. Oh, bless yeah, that's good. I'm... There's no, there's no way he'd be a normal house husband, is no. it? <laughs> and I can't, Im- I can't imagine him being like the same kind of competent. No. As where the house husband is. He um, yeah, he spends too much time on elaborate disguises. I don't think he'd be able to give <laughs> up that lifestyle. No. Well, he, he comes. Um, his wife comes home, and he's just there as a potted plant. Yeah. Like waiting to scare her or something like that. Oh, probably. Like, <laughs> there's there's an entire bit where he's dis- where he's hiding as a giant traffic cone, waiting for Kiryu to investigate <laughs> this traffic cone so he can jump out and beat him up. 
so he could jump out and scrap with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't this is during his phase where he's trying to retrain yeah. Kiryu? Yeah. So Kiryu's been in prison fighter. for ten years. It's now the mid two thousands, and okay. he meets Majima, and Majima's like, "Mate, you being in prison has made you soft. I'm gonna ambush you at ran." Do you remember in the Pink Panther, where um, <laughs> where he insists that Kato um ambush him to keep him on his toes? Yeah, that's what Majima does for Kiryu. <laughs> Because being in prison... But Kiryu doesn't get a choice. Because being in prison, uh, in amongst all those convicts, who probably are Yakuza people as well, has made Mm -hmm. him soft. Yep. Yes. (laughs) I don't think prison does that. It does make him soft, though. That's the the reason for the skill reset at the end between games. Oh, okay. Like, you know how in, like, Zelda games, they always find, like, a contrived reason for Link to lose everything? Yeah. Yeah. So he has to start from the beginning. It's that... because it's a completely different generation, that's why. It's not the same guy. Sometimes it is just he loses all his items, though, right? No, it's mm. an entirely different... Oh, I've heard it is. I mean, sometimes it is what? a reincarnation, but in other games... I know in Breath of the Wild 2 he's going to lose all his items. No, it's like in... Oh, yeah, th- yeah they're going to do yeah. that, but as far well, as I'm aware. What... Unless it's a time travel thing and it's mm. going to be something else altogether. Well, for Kiryu, it's ten years in prison is what resets his skills. <laughs> you know, James, so what you sent me, I've just started looking through it. I thought it was going to be you sending me some crack. It's just a really, it's a really fluffy thing about them uh, two sort of working out what they're going to do more than him fighting with Roombas, which is what I was expecting. You know what? <laughs> Good. It's very fluffy. Yeah, you like I'm, your fluffy. I'm glad. Majima deserves happiness. It's it's right at the end. They go, so what are you going to do? He's like, oh, I'll be a house husband. We'll do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm all happy. right. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind being a house husband. Oh, it'd be great. Especially, yeah. if, especially if I got to be a Yakuza beforehand. Oh, shit, there's another chapter. Hang on. Oh, he doesn't know how to cook whatsoever. Ah, oh, now the crazy shenanigans ensue. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> 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 yeah, he isn't going to be a normal... House husband, uh, Majima, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I found this one. Oh, yeah. Which I might read because uh, the premise of it sounds quite entertaining, to be fair. Uh, it's called Creme Caramel Beer and Strawberry Shortcake, and it's by Victory69. Nice. Here's the summary It was the most bog standard dessert you could get yellow custard and caramel squished inside of a cute plastic cup adorned with soft ridges pressed into its sides and topped with a brightly coloured lid. Convenience stores were filled to the brim with them, usually, and no one would think twice about a store possibly running out. But not now. Mm-hmm. Now there were none left. And it was it, because it was Majima Mad Dog Goro who had the last one. Kiryu wanted it doubly so. Oh no. <laughs> or two dumbasses oh, fight God. over a pudding cup and somehow confess their feelings to each other. Oh. <laughs> I can get behind this, you know? And uh, honestly, I, I want to see them two fight over a pudding cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, stranger things have happened in, these, in this series. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently one of the tags is just old men having conversations and feelings. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to be uh, like that fic I picked for Chernobyl all those years ago, but much less serious. Yeah, no, I can see that. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm kind of here for. I'm kind of here for the fluff, but it's it's doubly satisfying if it's funny at the same time. Mm. <laughs> no, I can get behind that. And one thing we do have to remember... 
unless we're talking about the ones set in the eighties, everyone in this is is in their forties, if not older. Yes. <laughs> like these are stories of lots of old men having adventures, and that's sorry, not old men, middle aged men having adventures. <laughs> It's Last of the Summer Saki, isn't it? <laughs> For fuck's sake. You're right and I hate you for Last. it. <laughs> Last. God. Last of the Summer Oh my. I might to... I'm just seeing. <laughs> Majima just in a bathtub. <laughs> Kiri <laughs> If it's just a story of three old men dicking about, that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> oh dear. I'm really sorry for ruining Yakuza for you, Jim. You will be. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> it is. It's just less of the summer wine, but um, filmed in Osaka <laughs> rather than the Yorkshire Dales. <laughs> I'd get behind. I would happily watch that. Yes. <laughs> so. One last thing I want to mention, because I've just seen a visit from an old friend. This is called How Long... How Far Can One Go For Family? How Far Would You Go To Protect Family? The Dark Side Of Life. This has characters from Yakuza and Resident Evil. And and the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, it's old Lady D! Yeah. yeah. The big titty vampire lady. That's it. It's, is meeting it's, uh... Kazuma Kiryu. Uh, Demetrescu family lived in peace. Um... Ethan Winters is in an established relationship with Lady D, and oh. her daughters look up to him as a father figure. Uh, are you sure about that? That's what it says. <laughs> they are pretty tall, and so is Lady D. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they probably look down on him in that way. Do you know what I thought this was? Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be a, a Fast and the Furious universe. I know, right? Thing. There's a lot of talk about family Yeah, that it could have been. So, it looks like they're on some kind of holiday together. Rose was loving... Loving seeing her father, but wish she could see her birth mother and not some random woman. To make matters worse, Kiryu Kazuma and his family show up for a reunion, and his troubles with a normal family life go to hell when Kiryu has to see, relive the events of Yakuza 6. I'm very curious how this all blends together. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm getting the impression they all end up in, the, in a similar... I'm imagining they just go on holiday and end up in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> And that would be a hell of a conversation to have. Yeah, I'd be up for, see, uh, for seeing where this goes. Yeah, I'm just looking at this big lid. Ah, very big. Hopefully, they end up doing karaoke together. What would Lady D be singing? Um, don't know. Hmm. Hopefully, Bakumi Tai. <laughs> they can duet. <laughs> yeah, sort of doubled over because she won't fit in the room. So the karaoke machine in the main living room. Kiryu. Time for karaoke. I'm singing tonight. Yishiki, I'm singing Judgment. Yes. This is exactly how it goes. Everyone's doing karaoke. Hey. Hey. Perfect. Uh, I would like to do a study on this and figure out how many um, how many fix mentioned karaoke at least once. Oh, most. It's, it's got the main, to be It's the main of appeal them. of Yakuza. Like, there's karaoke with the boys and then fights. <laughs> <laughs> I like how karaoke with the boys is just a thing. It's like uh, to join the yakuza, you uh, you must be able to hold your own in a fight and a three-part harmony. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there are no yakuza members that can't sing. Yeah. Okay, one more fic. I'm very sorry we've been dragging this session quite late. I just saw this. It's very short. 
It's called The Tale of Two Himbos. It is <laughs> Kazuga Ichiban slash Knuckles the Echidna. <laughs> oh my yes. god. Friends to lovers, friendship, himbos, himbros, himbros. the color red. Knock knock, it's Ichi Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Great ship name. The Red Boys team up for the crossover of the century. Knock knock, it's friendship. <laughs> <laughs> this is by Dorito Face Kiryu-chan. Top-notch name. Yeah. Even better premise for a fic. I like the ship name as well, Itchy Knuckles. Itchy Knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Now, admittedly I've not played any of the Sonic games, but I did see Sonic 2. Okay. And I must confess, I don't think Knuckles out of the gate would be friends with Ichiban. Yeah, Knuckles... Is he the edgelord? Kind of. He's not the edgiest person in Sonic. No, that's Shadow, isn't it? Yes, that is absolutely Shadow. Yeah. Knuckles, by the end of Sonic 2, the film, probably into being friends with Ichiban. Okay. But, I don't know. I can't see it before then. Maybe this is Knuckles' post-character development. I think it might have to be. Yeah. This is a very serious conversation about (laughs) Knuckles. Character analysis of Ichiban and Knuckles the Echidna. I, I love the place this uh, this podcast takes me to. I know, right? Sorry, I love the places this mm. podcast takes me to. Place implies something different. <laughs> Help so, me, I'm trapped inside my own head, and it's all down to fucking fan fiction. So, I'll just do a quick synopsis. They have a fight, like they fight some other people. Uh, each man just goes, you were really rad back there, man. You're so strong, like me. Each man says excitedly. And his new friend... Possibly soon to be lover? Oh. Knuckles chuckled. Ha ha. Yeah, I thought you were pretty hot yourself. <laughs> you think I'm hot? Blood was rushing in all the places that I can't say in an all ages fic. <laughs> Knuckles, Knuckles smirked to the at man. the man, held his Muppet hand out. Forget about that. How about we go on a date? I know a really nice burger place we can go to. Hell yeah! Each one screamed. <laughs> a hug Knuckles. They went to Olive Garden, because when you're there, you're family. family. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Olive Garden. Beautiful. This is a beautiful fic. (laughs) Hold on, sorry, okay. Comment section. Ichi Knuckles fan 01 is the first comment. (laughs) Finally, my my favourite ship gets a fic. Thank you. They must have made that account for this, and that's fine. <laughs> ten out of I do, ten. I do like one of the um, the replies uh, that the authors put. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. The Great Emerald's power allows me to feel. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you mean the Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think we're going to top that, so we should probably wrap up. Yeah, and find someone to yeah. read. Yeah. So what have we learned today? <laughs> I've learned that I need to fucking play Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Start with Yakuza Zero. It's in the eighties. It's a great intro point. It's kind of the game that made it big in the West. Yeah. Okay. I've learned that I am in the minority when it comes to shipping in the Yakuza franchise because it's almost exclusively Majima and Kiryu. Yeah. <laughs> the entire presentation I prepared of all these different characters was, was for naught. It was just between <laughs> a character and the only character of Yakuza that I've had an introduction to before yeah. this. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you watched the video before we did the. In fact, I watched the video when you sent me it the first time. Oh. Because you that's, talk that's a lot good. about the Yakuza games. That's, that's not a complaint, that's just an observation. Perfect. I'll send you some of Ichiban in that case. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. Grace, anything to add? I don't know what to add. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Very uh, discombobulating series, this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It is. Like, it's such a wild ride that pretty much everything could be in... and Anything written could be made canon. <laughs> Unless it's Kiryu punching a woman, because that is not allowed. Yeah. Like, there's... And if he does and gets sent to prison for it, he's been set up in some convoluted Absolutely. plot. Absolutely. There's no way Kiryu would punch a lady. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we have time for in that case. Yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I yeah. had a lot of fun. I hope everyone listening had a lot of fun as well. Yeah, fingers and crossed. Join us in two weeks when all two of you. we'll um, we have more than two fans. <laughs> yeah, we have more than two fans. Uh, join us next time. We'll take some fix away. We'll have a read, and we'll see what we enjoy. Mm. Um, I should probably plug our social media because we're on TikTok now. <gasps> Down with um, the kids. We're down with the kids. And there's something I've been discussing with our social media manager, because we have one of those now. To really be down with the kids, I'm thinking we're going to start a LinkedIn. A LinkedIn? <laughs> and start posting our, <laughs> posting all our shit on LinkedIn, as well as Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok. Oh, no. I think that would be really funny. So oh, my, my boss has a LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn's oh, a professional God. thing for professional oh, stuff no. that isn't shit posts. We're not, though. This exactly. entire podcast has been a three-year-long fucking shit post. And that's why I think it would be very funny if we started a LinkedIn. So <laughs> shit posting on LinkedIn. Check our show notes. Uh, we may have started a LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, follow us on it. It'll be very funny. Uh, you'll get your boss will get to see what you're into, which oh, you probably don't no. want. <laughs> Now, I don't exactly work in a uh, toxic work environment, but mm-hmm. um, it's not that far away from one, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm not ready for the abuse. Okay, we're going to set up a LinkedIn. And <laughs> oh, if anyone follows us on it, they will... I'm, I'll sweeten the pig. Um, if you follow us on LinkedIn, you, get, you can request a fandom, and we will honour that. Admittedly, we're super behind on the request we've already got, but um, maybe I'll prioritise LinkedIn because you've been brave enough to like our show on fucking LinkedIn. <laughs> where your boss might see it. Oh, good grief. Um, yeah, in all seriousness, our main social medias, we're on Twitter, we're on Tumblr, we're now on TikTok. Uh, you know where to find us now. Come mm. say hi. We don't bite. Our email address is in the show notes as well. If you enjoy the show and you've got some spare cash around, we've got a Ko-fi, we've got a Patreon as well. Uh, come say hi that way if you like. Yep. But we're not your mum. You don't have to. I know money's tight as well. So yep, that's it. No big. Our entertainment's free, um, mm-hmm. as it should be. And exactly. uh, if you want to chuck us some money so that we can buy a pint or some better exactly. recording equipment that I can't stand on, and then we're only um, willing to sell out to Bad Dragon. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any funding is appreciated. <laughs> Because they're not returning my calls. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of fucking shilling we've done for them on this show. I know, right? We'll, we'll do something, even if it's just like a car sticker or something. I figure, like if that. We, yeah, if we just keep, <laughs> if we just keep shilling for them, they have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's free advertising. 
So yeah, we can't offer you money, but here's um, uh, here is a 12-inch long fucking dragon dick. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, good night. See you in two weeks. Good night. Good night. <laughs>